1: Chad and Zay. It's got kind of a hypnotic quality to it. A little metronome kind of thing. Also sounds like it might fit in on South Beach tonight for NBA Game 3 of the Finals. Hour number three, Chad and Zay. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier. Picks out a beat to start every third hour. What do you got, Zay? The Young
0: Guns, Can't Stop, Won't Stop. Hmm. Yeah, Young Guns, they were in Rockefeller Records. That's Jay-Z's big label before he took half of Rockefeller with Kanye, and then they left that, and he started his own Roc Nation. And Young Guns, they were a part of that run in the mid-2000s.
1: Now, are they from New York like uh, Jay-Z? Oh! No.
0: don't or- know where the Young Guns were from. Maybe Philly, because a lot of those Rockefeller guys, which were in that... um. A.I. uh, Larry Brown special. Freeway? Oh, was that right? He was in Rock Phone. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's a a great Which we just played Freeway, by the way. I think we played them yesterday. Oh, no. That's a great beat right there. Yeah, it's very good. Um, Speaking of great beats, I am listening to the ludicrous album Word of Mouth. I've been told to make sure I say mouth every time. (laughs) Because not only is it spelled mouth with an F, but there's a little mouth drawn in that word. The O of mouth. Right. is a mouth so we want to make sure to say that but the song um what's it called hold out hold out no what's that song called Rollout, out roll out i'm sorry the song roll out is a beat day that it's like i heard that song in its spot in the album and i thought oh i know that beat i've just never heard the full song right that beat is so iconic So iconic, and I've already heard, I'm basically halfway through, and I've already heard like three iconic songs where I was saying to myself, A, I'm not sure if I could have told you for sure this was ludicrous when I woke up today, but I certainly wouldn't have thought they were all on the same album. That's impressive stuff. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I can't wait to talk about it. Face Off,
1: yeah, and Whoa. word of mouth. Tomorrow. And now you've seen Face Off. I can tell your life is more complete. That's tomorrow at two o'clock. We'll get to tomorrow at this time. We will get into Zay's thoughts on Face Off. My thoughts on word of mouth from Ludicrous in 01. By the way, I double checked his. This is his second album that came out in 01? No, he just had one album came out in 01. I no, think- no, 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 no. I'm saying It's his second studio oh, yeah, album, yeah, 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 yeah. and it was in 01. Yes. Uh, and I double-checked today. The Atlanta rapper that I'm already a big fan of was T.I. T.I.'s first album came out in 01. Okay. So right about the same. I was kind of wondering where their careers would have lined up. pretty right. Pretty even right there.
0: Yeah, Outkast, they paved the way for Atlanta rap. Them and Goody Mob, the Dungeon Family, but... That 2000s, when Luda and Ti mm-hmm. and Jermaine Dupri was started rapping a little bit more, and Outkast was still doing their thing and making like crazy hits, just not real, real mainstream pop rap stuff. That's when Atlanta completely took off and got the respect that it definitely deserves.
1: I just got to tell you, sometimes you can't explain why music gets you emotional. When Nate Dogg comes in and says, "I've got hoes," <laughs> it's just. Little, si- little single tear. <laughs> Just runs down my face. I mean, I had to choke back the tears. My goodness, <laughs> so emotional. Oh man, we will get into all of that yeah, tomorrow. I, I,
0: I tell Zion Williamson, don't be listening to Nate Dog right there. Uh, you you ain't like Nate Dog, fam. Yeah, it's be different. Careful.
1: Be very careful. Be yeah, careful. That, yeah, that's different. That's different than what they're singing about there. All right, Zay. So we're saying uh, rest in peace and goodbye to the Iron Sheik today, dead at the age of eighty-one. I think people are just going to be randomly sending out his tweet. For the rest of time, because he was so amazing on Twitter. Our guy Dave Howard just gra- grabbed me a random page of his tweets from June 2nd through the 4th. So this is just literally a few days ago, okay? Everything is capitalized from the Iron Sheik. June 2nd. Choose wisely, otherwise, go F yourself. Damn. Yep. Uh, the next one on June 3rd Wizard of Oz, go F yourself. <laughs> <laughs> june 4th f the little house on the prairie <laughs> why does he have such a problem with all this okay now, don't don't bring logic to an iron chic twitter uh, twitter discussion okay i don't have no idea june 4th take a deep breathe and reflect on how you are a dumb son of a bitch wow That's so good. With an exclamation point. No, no, no. No exclamation point there. Sorry. Uh, Also, June 4th, I F with you fruit gushers, but I can never find you in the store like I used to, Bubba.
0: (laughs) I ain't going to lie. Gushers go hard. I haven't had gushers in a minute.
1: I feel him. The Iron Cheek's still into Gushers all, all the way to the end of his life. I mean,
0: they're in the stores. I don't think he's looking hard enough. Where is
1: he living? 81-year-old dude can't find yeah, Gushers. Yeah, no,
0: Sam, go in the snack aisle, the fruit <laughs> snack aisle. You'll find them. Okay,
1: what's the, who sings the song about starships are meant to fly? Is that Katy Perry or who is it? Starships uh, are meant to fly. Or is it Kesha, maybe? Maybe it's Kesha. You know, monkey? His tweet is, starships are meant to fly. What the F you think, jabroni? (laughs) That's Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, Minaj. my bad, Nicki Minaj. And by the way, he reclaimed the word jabroni if everybody doesn't know it. So that needs to be like his forever now. And the last one here on June 4th is uh, somebody commented on... Uh, on Joker, on Jokic in the finals, getting a little animated in Game Two, and the Iron cheat tweeted, "He think he Bret Hart, Bubba." There you go. Wow, he was still tweeting about the finals. Yes, you no, know, he just passed June Fourth. That was that's that's dope. Yes, two days ago, three days ago, the dude is still tweeting. Uh, Just incredible. Rest in peace to the great Iron Sheik. All right, um, NBA Finals coming up tonight, Game 3. Zay and I both picked Denver to win in five, so I guess we would both be picking Denver tonight, but I think both of us would not be surprised if Miami got a win because Denver has been shaky in Games 1 and 2 in ways maybe uh, people weren't thinking they would be. We talked about the golf stuff with PGA and Liv and all that, but we are also 87 days away from the first Longhorn football game, and I thought we'd take a little deeper look into this college football Hall of Fame situation, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to go into this trying to get Michael Huff in because I know that what our guest Justin Wells of Inside Texas earlier said is true, that everybody that knows Michael Huff and was around him and played, they all think really highly of the guy. Like, it may be even greater than the career. Plus, Zay, he's in the still-looks-like-he-can-play Hall of Fame. Oh,
0: man. If there's a Talk list, about swole
1: up. If there's a list for that, Michael Huff is is that guy. But I thought to myself, you know, my gut would tell me that add it all up, look at some of the important factors. Yeah, I could make an argument for Michael Huff. Yeah, in yo, he's also a
0: legend, too, Chad. He was one of the first— NFL players to rock Jordans on the field, Is that like right? Jordan cleats. Okay, like he was fly like that, like Jordan Elevens and Jordan Ones. What you saw Jeter do in baseball, Michael Huff was doing that in okay. football. It just wasn't as popular just because of the position he played he wasn't a quarterback or running back or wide receiver so a lot of people don't know that but yeah his jordan game on point probably still on point
1: okay so here's something i learned about the college football hall of fame that may answer a lot of our questions i never dug into this before A lot of people will bitch about it and go, wait a minute, how come my guy, this, that guy, that guy, you know Longhorn fans or USC or Georgia fans will say, wait a minute, he's not in? Wait a minute, he's not in? Like Dan Hampton, who went to Arkansas, is not in. An Arkansas fan would be like, man, how's Dan Hampton not in the Hall of Fame? I get it. I would would agree with you on that question. Just like a Texas fan would say, wait, Dan Neal? part of that offensive line that blocked for Ricky Williams and he was a consensus All-American and you know went on to that incredible – And he's not a college football Hall of Famer. Here's what I learned. They send out a ballot, and I don't know if this just rotates every year, but I guess maybe it does. They sent a ballot out with 78 names from like D1 schools, from like FBS schools, 78. And Zay, there's one of them that went to Texas, Michael Huff. That's it. So don't think of it as there's a bunch of longhorns that are eligible and they're just not getting looked at. It's not true. There's only a certain group. I guess every year they rotate this. So Dan Neal was on the ballot. I think I saw it today back in 20 or 21, but now he's not. So I don't, I don't know like how that. I don't either. Like that this part it helps to explain the issue some people have with the college football Hall of Fame which is like the year Ricky Williams went in. Everybody that watched him with, you know, human eyes went, really? It took you that long to figure that out? Was it the weed thing they were waiting on? I don't know. And there is supposed to be a citizen part of this thing, too. I
0: I feel like that's why it's taken Mike Vick this long to be in, too.
1: And maybe, yeah. So um, it's supposed to be 10 years after you get done playing. Or five years after you get done coaching, I think is technically what it is. Or after you, re- right after you retire from coaching, um, they'll they'll let you in. But of course, Mac Brown's still coaching, and he's yeah. in the Hall of Fame because
0: so, he retired and came back.
1: Reti- Man, they thought that he retired for good. Exactly. I think maybe once you retire, then that clock kind of starts. But anyway, um, so I'm looking at this list of 78, and I put. To- but here's the thing, Zay. out of that 78, they say you vote for 12. So here's another thing. Last year there were 18 players and four coaches that got in, but all 18 of them aren't from FBS. They make you vote for a couple of FCS guys, which, by the way, should get Randy Moss in this year locked down. Right. Because Randy went to Marshall, so that counts as you on the FCS side of it. So I didn't even have to worry about picking Randy Moss in my 12. I'm assuming Randy gets in separately. So I went with Vic and Larry Fitzgerald for sure. Then I figure Michael Orr needs to be in the Hall of Fame.
0: Do you remember him in college or just the blindside story?
1: Um, I mean, the blindside story was there, but yes, I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Badass for like – I mean, he was a badass quick, yeah, too, at Ole Miss. Was he um,
0: protecting Eli or was he a little bit after that?
1: He would have been – ooh, it's right around that time, maybe the beginning of that time period, or was – let me pull him up here – or was, where are you, Michael? Where are you? Those were some good
0: teams with Eli. So oh, that would make sense.
1: 0-8? Oh,
0: never mind.
1: Not even close. Around that 0-8 time? Yeah. 0-8, unanimous first team All-American. Finalist for the Outland. Three-time All-SEC performer. First team twice. 0-8, Jacobs blocking trophy as the conference's best blocker. Team captain, started 47 straight games. Helped Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis post-consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. So I did throw him in. Uh, I also put, this is my old schoolness, Jerome Brown of Miami is not in the Hall of Fame yet. Big D tackle out of Miami, Mm. national championships, and all the stuff that that Miami group had going on, I think Jerome Brown needed to be in. Um, Another guy that I think has a good argument, old school, but the receiver Herman Moore, who went to um, Virginia. And that's another thing, too. To me, Zay, if you can put a Hall of Fame career together at a school that, like, you were the deal at that time, I kind of give you a little extra love. Herman Moore, 1990 consensus first-team All-American, finished sixth in the Heisman voting, holds the NCAA record for highest average gain per reception 22 yards a catch with a minimum of 105 catches. 91st-team All-ACC performer. He finished his career as Virginia's all-time leader in receiving yards and touchdowns, touchdown catches with 27. So I put Herman Moore in. I put Haloti Nada in, the big Oregon D-tackle. He's on this list. Texas fans, trust me, it hurts me to do it, but Dewey Selman at Oklahoma – Oh my God. Dewey Selman. Just the little I haven't heard that name in a minute. I hadn't either. The Selman brothers, like most people know Leroy a little bit better. Legendary guy, and the Bucks draft him, and Leroy's a, a total Hall of Famer. But how about this number? 75 consensus first team All American. Member of consecutive national championship teams. 74 75. Two time first team all big eight selection who led OU to four league titles. And twice recorded 100 plus tackles in a season, and part of a defensive unit that allowed just 11.1 points per game from 73 to 75. And he was a defensive lineman. I think technically he was, I'll be honest, I'm not sure if he was D edge or D tackle. But 100-plus tackles in consecutive
0: seasons? It's impressive. I know they ran the football almost every single time, but that's very impressive.
1: Dumb, man. All right, so I threw Dewey Selman in there. Terrell Suggs, I think, is one of his first chances. I think he gets in. Richard Seymour's not in from Georgia. I threw him in. Yes, I went heavy defense. This is one Rod Babers told me to look up, and I think Rod's right. Justin Blackman. Yo, Justin Black. He was scary at Oklahoma State. I think he gets in. Two-time unanimous first-team All-American. I'm going to say that again. Two-time unanimous first-team All-American. One of only two players ever to win the Bolitnikoff Award twice. He did Megatron stuff. 2010 Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year, finished 5th in the Heisman voting, 2012 Fiesta Bowl Offensive MVP, and he holds the NCAA record for consecutive 100-yard receiving games Yeah, with, with 14. Think about that. 14 straight 100-yard games. That's <laughs> silly. That receiver which you don't have control over every detail of that at receiver, and Justin Blackman pulled that off. So I put Blackman in my group of 12, and then Zay, I finished off with two guys from the house divided. You know I'm excited about the game coming back. Michael Huff and my man Pup. I'm going Kevin Smith from AM and m and Michael Huff. From Texas, Kevin Smith was such a badass on the Wrecking Crew defense back in the day, um, and I'm a Cowboys fan too, so he's close to my heart multiple ways. But first team All American and badass, I think he's that good. I don't just—it's not just that I love him. I think Kevin Smith's that good, and I do think Michael Huff is that good with the first team All American status. Obviously, the play that you know—you can talk about that play with Lindell White. He did it all though. His story's incredible. Showing up at Texas, admitting that he didn't want to tackle anybody. He's admitted that over and over. I didn't want to tackle. Yeah, he's
0: probably one of the best tacklers at that position to put on the burnt orange. Yeah, Coach Aquina had to convince me to want to
1: tackle, and then he ends up making maybe the biggest tackle possible that he ever could have made in that game. So that's my group of 12, but just understand when these guys are voting and they send it in at the end of June here or whatever, they have to take those 78 names and vote for 12 in the FBS. So if you've ever wondered why it seems so weird about the College Football Hall of Fame, this kind of explains it. They send out like a new – I guess it's a new list every year in a way.
0: Yeah, they need to alter this a little bit. They need to figure out a better system because I don't like guys who were previously on the ballot being taken off because they weren't selected in time. That doesn't make sense to me one
1: bit. Yeah, and I'm just – I guess just to me, I'm a believer in – I don't care about the – School stuff. Oh well, we 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 put some Georgia guys in last year. Oh, there was a Texas guy in. That's stupid. I don't care. Is he a Hall of Famer? Does he meet the requirement? And I'm also one of those with the College Football Hall of Fame. I know they're trying to make it elite and exclusive. They're at just over a thousand. Was it a thousand or fifteen hundred or something like that? Out of five something million people that have played college football, I, I get it. But at some point, like you need to figure out. Are you gonna say that if you make this finalist list, you're actually in, or are you gonna keep doing it this way to where you're rotating guys around? Because to me, that just ends up being just kind of, just kind of unfair to some guys. Yeah, like. They
0: still can't get it right in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The fact that Darren Woodson's still not in,
1: yeah. what are we doing? I know that one hurts me as a Cowboys fan I, I every year. Makes zero sense. Right. If you're in, you're in. If you're like in, how
0: long has he been retired?
1: Are what? we serious? A while. He
0: has rings, pro bowls. All pros, what are we waiting
1: on? Right. And then in the baseball world, if you're out long enough, they just kick you out. you go, you got a certain amount of time to do it, and then you're done. Can they not get
0: his head right? Like, you know, <laughs> is that for Ken, did? can they not, like, build his head the right way? Does he have an awkward head? Maybe or that's is it. it. Does he have a big-ass head where it's just going to take too much material and they don't want to go through with it? I don't know. Somebody got to let me know because yeah. Darren Woodson's an absolute legend. That's Yeah,
1: so if you're a fan of of Texas, let's take that example, and you're rooting for Michael Huff, it's just extra important to hope that he gets it. Let's hope he gets the right argument because if he doesn't get it, I don't know when it happens again. I don't know when it comes. Does it come back around? Does, you know, Dan Neal get a re rack on this thing where in a couple years Dan Neal will be back on that list of consideration? I don't know. It's just weird. But some of these guys, I mean, you read, read through some of this list and, and it's going to be, you know, tough to figure out some of that stuff. I didn't say, you know, Eric b name. I didn't say, I mean, Kenneth Davis, the running back at TCU, was a badass. Is he Hall of Fame badass? That's what everybody's got to decide. But there are a lot of folks on that list uh, that are really, really good. So we'll see what happens there. Michael Huff is who the uh, Longhorn fans are rooting for. And uh, my Aggie brothers and sisters are rooting for Kevin Smith, Pup. To get in there, I think I saw the numbers right. Texas is at like twenty-two or twenty-two, twenty-five guys, something like that, that have been into the College Football Hall of Fame a has got like 10 all-time that oh, have gotten in that to the College good. Football Hall of fame. They makes, got that right. That makes you feel good? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, it does. How dare you? I didn't mean to create that smile like I did. All right, uh, coming up, Why Today Matters. We'll make Zay smile some more because we'll talk a little Alan Iverson. He got to watch the documentary about the one Sixers team with Iverson. He'll give you his thoughts on it next on The Horn. Get up. Get up. Get up. He said, I'm a name. So-and-so, baby, can you tell me cause You look like Chad and Zay. One thing, set it all. I started on the left, and I had
0: to take him to the fight. He was out of breath, but he kept
1: on dancing all night. try and me. All right. Rolling on a Wednesday. Zay, do I have any shot here? Um, maybe. Maybe? Maybe. Is this a legend?
0: Kind of. Now she is. Now she is. Now she is. All right. That
1: would take me away from my initial guess then. A lot of it is because of who she is with now, the man she is with. She's gained legendary status because of the man she's with.
0: Yes. She's always been a legend, but it just put her in a different category
1: sierra that away chad all right wow good clues you always give me the right clues to say sierra and i was never gonna guess her i swear i bet i've guessed her three or four times it's only your clues that do it you just give me some kind of a russell wilson vibe (laughs) perfectly it's well done
0: no that could have been a lot of people the fact that you put two and two together there we go i mean she does have a unique voice and kind of Style like her songs sound a lot like this, but
1: yeah, I got to start learning her stuff a little bit more because she is—that is the full package of talent right there, oh, man. man. To sound this good, because you know, to sound this good, considering some of the names that I was thinking of there, and then for her to look the way she looks on a daily basis—that's silly. Yeah, you I don't know,
0: Are oof. you? She's like a zero calorie. Beyonce. She's not anywhere close. Mm. But she has a lot of that in her. And if it wasn't for Beyonce, she'd probably be even bigger. Because she could dance. The singing's on point. She doesn't have those like slower records that Beyonce does that resonate with women. You know? Okay. That Beyonce just has hits. A little more
1: of a dance vibe. Yeah. Like, when, yeah like yeah. Like dancing,
0: she might have be. She might ever. Okay. Jessica, she could do a little bit more. She's a little bit more athletic than Beyonce.
1: All right, how about this? Let's just but go. She ahead. just don't look like her. As right. long as you're throwing controversies out, let's do this. Alone on a stage, spotlight. You just have to belt out the song. Who's better, Beyonce? Okay, just making sure. That's what I thought. Just yeah, making sure. Is Sierra close? Is she competitive? <sighs> they're gonna no. see. They're gonna do "At Last" by Etta James. D- does Sierra even need to mess with it? No. Okay. Yeah, that's tough. Because I've seen Beyonce do that. She does a good job. Yeah. No one should really try to cover that song, by the way.
0: Yeah, because she doesn't have like the Mariah Carey vocals, but Mariah Carey, she don't be dancing and stuff. She doesn't have that like
1: it. Right. She has her own but, it factor. It's yeah. not Beyonce level. But better vocals than Sierra. Yes. Okay. Um, All right, so, uh, by the way, we got a little help from um, one of our guys coming up. Ball Don't Lie, of course, with Rod and Harge. I was talking about Dan Neal and the College Football Hall of Fame. Harge reminds us Dan was on the ballot with VY and Kenneth Sims. So, I guess it gets back to that argument of, well, if those guys are in, are you really going to put another Longhorn in? I would say yes. If he's a Hall of Famer, he's a Hall of Famer. One or the other. Yeah. But then also I asked, okay, so then is he just off the next year? He said this is the first time he wasn't on in the last three years. So I guess every year, maybe every year could be a new list. But I guess Dan had been on there a few years. Hopefully, he will get in. Um, hopefully, he will get in. You know, pretty soon here because I think he does need to be need to be that. Also, uh, Zay, we were talking about all the dignitaries in the building that we enjoy hearing from that they're listening to the show. And our man Bob Cole hit me up and said, "Hey, what about me?" Oh,
0: that's what I'm talking about. Your heart just hit me up too hard. You what, count what's going everybody. On? That's what I'm talking
1: about, man. That's yeah. the love I need. Now listen to this. I don't. I don't know if I could do the voice, so I'm just gonna try to do it in my voice. This says this is from Bob Cole. Try to listen every single day. You two have a truly engaging radio show. Great info, topics, and genuinely entertaining energy. And at the dish now, getting re- oh, doing PA for the four uh, A games. Uh, it says appreciate the reply. How about that? <sighs> Look hey, at that,
0: Bob, man. Come on now. I might have to give you a hug next time I see you. There
1: you go. That's beautiful. There you go. All right, so um, great to hear from all those guys. Great that uh, you're all out there today as well. We got people texting in on the Specs text line, 337-3776, giving us your favorite heels in pro wrestling. It is, unfortunately, the day we say goodbye to the Iron Sheik. Uh, Rest in peace to the Sheik. He's on my Mount Rushmore of all time. Pro wrestling heels. Let us know who your favorite heels are. We've had some great stuff coming in throughout the day today with all kinds of heel names from Roddy Piper to Bruzy, Bruiser Brody to Hogan and Flair and um, Piper, all these other, uh, Savage, all kinds of names today. Um, also, we have another big name to discuss in terms of why today matters. Why don't we hit a little birthday for you right now? Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get Sinus and Snoring Relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists, 512 601 0303 or sinussnoringent.com. All right, Why Today Matters, it's June 7th and it is AI's birthday. Alan Iverson is 48 years old. Bubba Chuck. Uh, no disrespect, Zay, to Ewing or Matumbo or. Wingate or Lynch or no Lynch was North Carolina. I'm trying to think of all the guys from Georgetown. Nobody made that uniform look cooler than Alan Iverson. Yeah, did. Alonzo Mourning,
0: all those guys. Yes,
1: Alonzo was great. Alan Iverson made it look about as cool as it can look to play at Georgetown.
0: Yeah, we're talking about Jordans. He would rock Jordans like the patent letters. I was, they were out. That was white and black Elevens, and he rocked that at Georgetown. And yeah, just a fly dude. And watching that little special on that 2001 team with him and Larry Brown, it was amazing. And a lot of that time, Chad, I just kept thinking, man, I hope Allen Iverson could get John Morant's phone number. Hmm. I hope what what AI was saying and how much he regretted and saying that, man, like 99% of the problems between me and Larry Brown was me. Could you believe he said that? That's He's came such a long way. It's, wow. He's so good for the game. He's so good for the younger generation because he made so many mistakes. And I remember growing up, like I wanted to be a huge Iverson fan and my parents were like, uh, we don't like this very much because he's not the best person. And I never understood it because I'm 10 years old during that night, 2001 right. run. I wasn't knowing what was going on behind the scenes. But I make that John Moran comparison because you remember in 02 where he kicked his baby mama slash wife out the Crib butt ass naked, and then when he went to go look for her, he was carrying around a pistol, knocking on doors and stuff, threatening people. Like AI has done some foul stuff, getting mm-hmm. banned from Atlantic City for gambling. You know, he's been in and out of the law throughout his career, and it's very eerie, but also like synonymous with John ja Morant, especially their games. Their games are so similar. Like, I don't think we've seen a player since Alan Iverson. John Morant's the closest thing. The athleticism, you know, the flashiness, the being really good, very young, and also the off the court issues. And you saw Iverson; he regrets every day that man. If I just would have bought in a lot sooner, right? Larry Brown probably wouldn't have went to the Detroit Pistons, where he won with a point guard won that, that got it. Yep, Chauncey Billups. Complete opposite of Allen Iverson. They were traded for one another, and you saw what happened with the Nuggets and how much better they got with Chauncey. doesn't mean that he's the better player, not even close. Allen Iverson's way better than Chauncey Billups and had, you know, I don't don't know if he had a better career because one guy got a ring and the other did not, so that's subjective, and y'all could debate that. But, yeah, that, you know— Those things that I saw in that special, it was telling, and it was great. I love Larry Brown and how he realized at one point during that season, man, I did not know AI looked at me as an older white man given authority. Got to remember where AI is from. Not too many white folks where he was from. So when you're given authority, it could be way more offensive than Larry Brown even thought of. Like Mm -hmm. When you come from that college background, you got to adjust to the NBA. That's why I put Larry Brown on my Mount Rushmore with Pop, uh, Pat Riley, and Phil Jackson, Mm. because he's the only one that's been successful in the college game, winning that 88 title with Kansas, Danny Manning in them, and then winning in the NBA, that 4 title with the Detroit Pistons. So he was able to do both at a very high level, and you have to be able to adapt to do that, and you could tell – him learning from Allen Iverson what to do and what not to do helped him in his career, probably with the Pistons and so far and so long.
1: It's a great documentary. Uh, shout out to, I guess it's NBA TV that ultimately yes, NBA TV. produced that and, and puts it out. If you have a chance to go see it. Check that out. Those two guys are the main guys, Brown and Iverson. But they get some really key comments and interviews. The owner of the Sixers that orchestrates that, this famous meeting where the two of them yeah. figured out a way to get, get along. And then the, the teammates and, and you know, players from the other, other sides of the series and stuff. Really impressive. And the, the numbers Allen put up in that run were incredible. But yeah, his humility now is pretty staggering, and you just wish. It's that old thing, right? If I only knew. If I just could yeah. go back, if you could go back and put that into him back then, how different everything would have been.
0: Yeah, and he's giving game to the younger generation now. He's doing that. Like I'm sure that he probably tried to get in contact with John Moran to let him know, like, hey, man, I'm a prime example of what not to do. It wasn't that bad because social media wasn't around. It definitely didn't get as many as much attention as what you're getting, but... I was there acting like, you know, I knew everything about the world at 24, 25 years old. Nobody could tell me nothing. Look at how much money I'm making. I'm blowing it in a strip clubs. I got my camp with me. Some of those guys might not be the most responsible, but they're my boys. They mm-hmm. were with me from day one. Don't mean you got to keep them. You know, again, some of those guys right. feel entitled to keep their boys because they don't want to sell out. They want to remember where they came from, and you can do both. You could, you know, remember where you came from and want to give back, but also you can't have people jeopardizing your career. And yeah, I think the perfect person to get in contact with John Morant is Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. And again, watching that special, I think they should have went into more detail about that Eastern Conference Finals. It's I've always used to get the semifinals with the Raptors and the Eastern Conference finals with the Bucks mixed up just because you saw how they rarely talked about it. Like that's how they do it. Like, yeah. And Vince Carter and Iverson, it was that magical. Like I remember being 10 years old and being locked in to some of the best basketball, most entertaining basketball that you could see, especially in the era, which wasn't the best to me. Like the Mm -hmm. Jordan, but between the Jordan and Braun era, Not the best basketball. Mm -hmm. It's still nostalgic for me because I was a kid. But, yeah, I thought that should have got a little bit more attention because Glenn Big Dog Robinson – You remember him out of Purdue? Oh, yeah. Yo, he was different. And he was different then, too. Sam Cassell, Ray Allen, they should have talked about that a little bit more, especially because it went seven games.
1: Yeah, long series. Like It went
0: long series. They just skipped to game seven. I'm like, ah, y'all could have did this a little better. But overall, it was great. And Allen Iverson, Bubba Chuck, he's a legend for a
1: reason. Speaking of the NBA, game three of the finals is tonight. Denver at Miami. They hit South Beach for a 730 tip on a. B, C. Before we get out of here, we'll get you stems and seeds, get you set up for our Wednesday night lineup. We got the full slate. We'll tell you who's going to be on the Wednesday night flex show and get you one more check of the high school baseball semifinals. We know who's going to play for that 1A championship. We'll tell you next on The Horn. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it?
0: That's where Bank of America can help.
1: And Zay.
0: All
1: right, just about to wrap it up. On a Wednesday, do I have a shot here, Zay?
0: You should. This is yeah. a really popular song.
1: Hmm. Single artist or a bad group? Um, both. Both? Yeah. So it's like somebody in the somebodies? Yeah. Um. Uh, no, nah, I'm drawing a blank. Who is it? Fat Joe. Oh, I wasn't going to come up with that.
0: Terror Squad's the group. Remy Ma, she's featured in this. She's in Terror
1: Squad. They're called Terror Hit. Squad? Terror Squad. That's a great name. Fat Joe. So is it literally called Fat Joe and Terror Squad? No, nah, it's is Terror, Squad, but Terror Squad, but you know this
0: song is Fat Joe's song. Back.
1: Gotcha, okay. You remember
0: this, the Lean Back?
1: Oh, I lean back. Yeah, lean back. There
0: even yo, no Rena mask could do this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can just lean. Yeah, <laughs> do I have to pick a shoulder? Can I use the same shoulder every time? <laughs> you gotta start Maybe with the left, not. and then go to the right. Then yeah, pick your shoulder. Uh, Terror Squad, Fat Joe, uh, Ciara. Sierra Sierra, I made it yeah, a drug yeah, for some well yeah. she's a drug, but it's a different thing. Sierra docking Warren, yes and Lenny Kravitz today the young guns beat to start the hour. Speaking of music, I am checking out Ludacris and word of mouth. We'll talk about that tomorrow at 205 and Zay has a more complete life now because he's seen face off. He knows why there's been so many crappy, great, bad movies made since then because that movie was successful somehow. Travolta and Cage will get his thoughts on Face Off. It's so good, they're thinking about Face Off too. We're going to talk, ah, talk about that tomorrow as well. All right, um, before we get out of here, let's get you stems and seeds. We'll set you up for the Wednesday night lineup and update you on baseball. No stress,
0: no seeds, no stems, no sticks.
1: Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. Your Wednesday night lineup, Wednesday night flex at 7 tonight. And they do have a couple guests coming on. Heath McCree of Westlake. Of course, he has the brother playing tight end at USC that played at Lake Travis. Thanksgiving must be fun in that house. Also, they're going to have McNeil head coach Scott Hermes on the show as well. In terms of the baseball playoffs, Abbott and Fayetteville are going to play for that 1A title. Abbott beat Kennard 5-4. Fayetteville took Nazareth out for nothing. They'll play tomorrow. That's all at Dell Diamond. Liberty Ilu up 6-3 on Randall. They are in the fourth inning. That one's taken a little while. If you want to get out to the Dell Diamond, the 2A semifinal, uh, excuse me, the 4A Sorry, the two, 2A two semifinals are there at Dell Diamond. If you want to get out to the Dish, the 4A semifinals, where our man Bob Cole is on PA, they're out there at the Dish. Good to hear from Bob Cole today. Uh, get on out there and check out some baseball. Wednesday night, Flex at 7, Longhorn Blitz Podcast at 8. For you Longhorn football freaks, Fight Night at 9, Sports Guys Talking Wrestling at 10. All right, Zay, we both picked Denver to win in five. So, well, technically, we'd both have to pick Denver to win tonight, but I'll let you pick Miami if you want. What do you think? In a vacuum.
0: Still going with Denver. Still Denver. Yeah, I don't think KCP will be that bad again. Michael Porter Jr., if you have Gabe Vincent on you, get him in the post. He could throw up a jump hook, he could shoot right over the top. Like, don't give Vincent can, should never guard you. He's like six foot. He, Michael Porter Jr., yeah. 6'10. You gotta destroy that matchup.
1: I'm gonna give the full cast of the Nuggets credit and say that even on the road, the two stars are going to be good. I think those role players are going to travel. Yeah, So I agree with you. I think those matchups are going to be key. I don't know if we're going to get the exact feeling from that Lakers-Sixers series in 01, because I think Miami is a little – they're a better matchup, obviously, than yeah. that. I think there's a chance now they may scrap out two, but I'll still you know, lean Denver. So I'll say Denver goes 2-1.
0: If Michael Porter Jr. and KCP aren't playing well, Contavious Carwell-Pope, Bruce Brown is a really good player. He played yep. 20-something minutes while KCP, KCP played 10 more than him. That's an issue, especially with the way that game was flowing. Mike Malone, I expect you to make that adjustment if that situation happens again.
1: The other thing is they spent so long talking about chips on the shoulder. Now act like a one seed. Yeah. Act like you're a badass team because you're not starting that way. You started sluggish, like somebody's supposed to hand you something. Go get it, Denver. Go get it. If I you're agree. That, if you're that damn good. All right, Ball Don't Lie coming up with Rod and Hards. We're back tomorrow for a Thursday show. Take care out there. See you we